write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know that was a great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us on the show today? Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever played pretend? Have you ever thought what it was like? to be someone else, taking on that persona and truly added yourself into it. Have you ever taken a problem larger than yourself and brought down upon it your perspective? Have you ever decided that yes, you needed to be in another existence? Any of that is possible, but what I really, really love about this next person is their phenomenal actor. And to me, acting is one of the highest professions because you do have the ability to take on the characteristics of other people. You have the ability to tell other people's stories. And we all know how much telling stories is important in the life of easy. So for that and that alone, we want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. So we don't need any accidents. But mentally, I want you to put your hands together for the fantastic, the amazing, the wonderful Will Fulton. Welcome. Benvenue. How you been? Oh, thank you. Thank you for that great introduction. I feel so honored. Thank you so much. <laughs> Not well, bad at it. <laughs> yeah, every, every once in a while. Every once in a while. You know, sometimes, you know, you're not someone I want to phone one in for. Sometimes I got to phone them in. But that's only you know, the, the, the guests we don't talk about. But no, like for real, though, acting has always been something that I absolutely love. I think it's it's one of the, the, the most incredible professions out there where you can literally wear the skin of somebody else for, for a, a moment and you get to go back. Like to me, it's going back to playing pretend as a child. Um, what made you now you know, have a career in acting? You know, because this is this is a new career path for you as as we've spoken before. Yeah, it was um always a dream, you know, so. um and as you so eloquently stated, uh, put on the skin of another person, st tell stories. Um, and, you know, you take it back to when you were a childhood and you have your own imagination. You come up with your own things, you know. Um, and, you know, if you have siblings, you try to get them to join in, right? You know, um, if you have downtime. Because, you know, today is full of um, screen time, right? We mm -hmm. didn't have that kind of thing growing up, like, you know, as much. So um, it was imagination, it was books, uh, it was television, it was radio. And those mediums provided an outlet, you know, a creative outlet so you could hear, um, you know, what your, what your story or what your imagination would take you to. And um, that's where I basically got motivated from, um, wanting to be able to um, build a character, um, take that character, bring it to life, and then um, entertain people at the same time. You know, I, I, <laughs> I uh, we started a rap group, you know, and uh, that was back, you know, when like late 70s, early 80s, you know, and, you know, high school and everything, you know, beating on the tables, you know, how that goes, right? So um, hip hop brought me to a point that I could be in front of people, I could be on stage, I could, um, I can take my um, my thoughts and, and try to um, project them to the crowd and see how they respond. And and I think that kind of motivated me to eventually move into acting. And that's where it started from. Yeah. No, I, and it's so interesting because I, I feel like there's always this incredible connection between uh, hip hop and acting. You've seen some of the best success stories. I mean, look at uh, Tupac in, in the roles that he has done or LL Cool J, um, even 50 Cent in the movie about right. 50 Cent, you know, gave you a phenomenal piece. Um, and I think that is because hip hop has started out as the storytellers and, and, you know, you have to be very emotive with the way that you tell the story. Um, and you in somewhat playing the character of your, your first person narrative. Um, do you feel the same way or am I just really just talking out of the No, 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 you're absolutely right. You're spot on. This, um, 
being able to paint a picture verbally and then express it um, with your, you know, embody that character. I think that's where I think the alliance comes through, you know, where you have um, and one of my favorite MCs is Nas. Like he he paints a picture so verbally that you feel like you're there. Like and then you're also like, how did you get out of that situation? You know, like how did you even begin to wrap your mind about being that cognitive, right? Being mm-hmm. that that aware in that situation, that scenario, and then be able to um, express it verbally and then take it to the stage again, you know? So yeah, the alliance between hip hop and, and acting, I think is, um, a bridge that is, um, heavily traveled, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, LL 50, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have taken it to heights, ice tea, you know, mm-hmm. it's so crazy for to be a gangster rapper to play a detective on TV, like you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, no, he, you know, <laughs> we, we we all know about his 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 huge song in in pop culture, um, right? With his with his hard rock band that we won't say the name of yeah, or yeah, the name yeah. of the song, but then right. to realize, you know, to know for the past twenty years he's been playing a cop on television. If that's not poetic justice, I don't Tell know you. what what is. It's one of the most beautiful things to see, and. He's not really farly playing him away from himself. Even like no. one of the first roles he played, I believe, if I remember correctly, was in New Jack City, and he was mm-hmm. also playing a detective. He, he played a um, detective, yeah. So he did. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's so super super interesting, and also where you can know the you know the best. They say that sometimes the the best outlaws are the ones that understand the law the best, or mm. the best, or the best mm. you know people who make the law are are the ones that understand the outlaw life. Yeah, you have to yeah. know that other perspective to yeah. be the best at, <laughs> to be the best at your own perspective. Um, and I just think it's it's really incredible. You you can take that line too. I, I just I just thought that myself. <laughs> you can totally take that line. I got the O. I, you I know, will and, use and, it. Yeah, and no, and knowing you come from hip hop, I, I know for a fact that that's a high compliment. And I, yeah. <laughs> you know. So now that you Absolutely. are focusing a lot, a lot more on, on the acting aspect of it, and you know you've done the uh, forty-eight hour film uh, fest- festival. Was it? Is it called the yes. festival? Okay, yes, forty-eight 48 hour film festival. Mm-hmm. What exactly is that for the people who don't know? Like, I actually know what it is. I know a lot of people who do it, um, but that's just because I'm out and about and you know all those wonderful things. But there's a lot of people who we say forty-eight hour film festival. They're like, what are you talking about? Can you explain <laughs> a little bit about this because it is a really uh, a CT beautiful thing that we do as a community mm-hmm. that I think more people need to know about. Yeah, like you know, it's like it's in the name, the forty-eight hour film fest, right? But it's, it's a little um, ambiguous, I guess you could say. So 48 hours. So what happens is um, there's a, a, a forum where uh, they come together and um, from Friday night to Monday morning, you have 48 hours to write, film, edit, and submit a film. Get, get oh, your cast together and... Oof. And and, they, and it's not like oh okay, you want to come up with a film forty eight hours you can't you can't be prepared for it you mm. can you have the equipment ready but you have to they come up with the lines that you you have to throw a line in there oh, a line that they choose you okay. have they have to, they give you the genre right, All right. All um right. there's there's certain genres you come from uh-huh. and then they also give you um, a prop that you have to put in you the have film to put into it okay yeah so um. And then, you know, from there, it's free range. You can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. You can come up with any kind of storyline you want, but it oh. has to be within those confines and use those ideas. And, um, yeah, so it's it's a great thing because, you know, it's uh, what you could do under pressure, mm. what you can oh. do as quickly and, and, and overcome obstacles. Yeah. Um, it's a collaboration between uh, the filmmaker, the, the, the cast, and um the crew right so we all got a goal and when i tell you we put in work from friday night to write the script to getting locations 
to getting yeah. everybody together at the same All time, making days. sure we're eating in two oh my. days. That's crazy. Legit 48 hours. That's and crazy. you have to submit. You have to submit by the deadline. And then, you know, it goes through, um, you know, it goes through the rigors. They look at it and uh -huh. they submit it. And then, you know, it's not just you, but it's a it's a community of, of people doing the same thing, a community of other performing artists. So, yeah, that's that's an amazing it, it could show you what you could do when you are under pressure. It'll definitely build like your character. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, pressure breaks diamonds or what is it? Yeah. Pressure breaks pipes, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yes. Well, that, that's the thing is pressure does. It it, it, it makes diamonds, but mm -hmm. it also can break the pipes. Um, yeah. And yeah. sometimes those pipes need to be broken a little bit. And I love that, you know, here's another artistic form being, you know, the, um, movie making and filmmaking. Mm. that are taking these risks and having their artists take these risks. And let's be honest with you. You're not doing this, these risks for anything more than bragging rights. That, you know, you're doing it. this to sharpen your, your skill to yeah. sharpen your blade. Um, and it's so super important. And I, I think it's just so beautiful so much so that I will probably be a part of it at some point in time, um, <laughs> just because welcome, welcome. I'm up Please for the challenge. Through. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm up I'm up for the challenge and I'm I've I've yeah. <laughs> no, how, <laughs> how, how long does the film have to be? Does it have to be like 48 minutes? Uh, or? Yes, within a yes. No, 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 no. Um short films usually are less than 10 minutes. Okay, okay. That's know? not bad. That's you know, not bad. You know, you bad. can you yeah. can you can stress the confines if you want to, maybe 15 minutes, you know, but for the most part, it's it's usually less than 10 minutes. And then there's also like categories like silent film right you know you're gonna say it's like black yeah. and white it's, yeah. it's gotta be horror it's gotta be comedy you know so those genres are in there too and it's it's great and it, like like you know easy was saying it's um mm -hmm. it's bragging rights you know you and it's gonna be exposure don't get me wrong because right. you know and you're competing and it's and it's a it's a great uh community you know they set up a venue where everybody can see and um, you get judged amongst your peers, you know what I mean, in a good way. Yes. Yeah. But it's 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 fantastic. I, I would love to be a part of it again. Mm. Now, not well. Hold on a second. Let's let's not devalue let's not. what you did. You were you were not just a <laughs> part of it. You are an award winner from it, sir. Hold uh, on titles and well, wear them. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, no, I, that, was nominated. I was nominated. I was nominated. I didn't okay. win. I was all right, nominated. All right, nominated. You, all right, you won nominated. in my heart. You won yeah, in okay. My heart. That's what's <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was an honor to be nominated. And it goes to show you that mm. um the competition is real, you know, mm. like where where uh you have um you know, you see your finished product and you're like amped, right? You're just wondering around like, yeah, we about to, we about to, we about to. And then when you see the other products, you're like, oh, that was pretty good too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you definitely have to bring your A game, you know? No, so, yeah, definitely do. And I, I think that that's incredible. But now let's talk about what, what just happened, you know? Mm -hmm. You go from 48-hour film festival doing all these other films and now you're living your biggest Ice Cube fantasy, being yeah. a, going from hip hop to being a police detective in the right. amazing <laughs> horror film Left. Uh, oh yeah, you didn't think about it like that, huh? No, uh, I didn't. I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is that journey like for you? And what was it like to work with director Escobar? And, and, oh my god! Uh, you know, all those qualities I just spoke about was the same thing, you know. But this time, it, it wasn't. Um, the same kind of pressure, you know, it was uh well thought out, um, very well outlined, um, scheduling wise and everything. You know, uh, Esco was um, amazing. You know, he's a genius. He, uh, he, he asked for everyone because, you know, this is not our, our full time gig as of yet, but you know, we are committed to it. So he asked for everyone's schedule. He made sure that you got in, you got out. You did your lines. You got everybody up at the same time. The locations he already had mapped out. Um, and then he had people in place to cheer you on. So the environment was very uh, conducive to being, you know, you could be your best. 
like if you dropped a line, they were right there to be like, hey, hey, it was this line. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. You know, um, so I didn't feel pressured. I didn't feel judged or anything. You know, I was free to be myself. Mm -hmm. um, being, becoming a detective, <laughs> it, it was, it was uh, I had to watch a few things. And of course, like, you know, like um, I did watch Ice-T. I watched Munch, you know, who's from Bridgeport also, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, I watched a few other things and try to get the nuances and try to get the um, the characteristics of being a detective and at the same time not be so stiff, you know. Right. I wanted I wanted him to have that authoritative figure presence, but I also wanted him to be relatable. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, that's that was great. You know, so um, Esco gave me the call. Um, and when he told me it was about mental health, you know, first and foremost, I was like, say less. Right. I'm there, you know, um, you know, because uh, he was dealing with a dementia with a family member of his. And mm -hmm. it is something to me that a genre does not really address as much, you know, mm. and, and, he, and, to, and to, to address the unraveling of the mental psyche. Um, and then put it in a in a format where it's entertaining, you know. To me, it it was just genius, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm glad to be." But say, where you need me to be? <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. there. No, es Esco is definitely the say less, uh, you know, t type type of person. You know, yeah. he he'll if you have if your phone ever lights up or a text message ever lights up. And Esco goes, I need you to, all, I will always say, say less. <laughs> I am there. What do you need? Yeah. Like, let's rock and roll. And that's, it's just one of those incredible things, um, you know, out there. Uh, and mm -hmm. I love the fact that he was whole, holistic with it, made sure that there were people on set to help with the lines, but not like the drill star sergeant. They're like, what do you mean you do not write your lines? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, Mr. Nah, Precious that. Film. Raw, raw, raw. <laughs> it was just like, yo, bro, you, you, you said it the wrong. You, you've got this. You're nailing it. You're just flubbing, you're just flubbing it here or there. And yeah. if you just fine tune yeah. it, just in that little aspect, you're going to make the entire scene. That yeah. is so much more, more conducive to work with to, and conducive to work in. Um, now, now that we've talked about how awesome Esco is, Let's get a little, let's talk a little dirt. Who do you not like working with? Um, I haven't had that experience just yet. You know, um, good. That was a good one. Um, it hasn't. I haven't got to the point because I've I've been doing this since 2020. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like right. right around when COVID started. Um, and um. I haven't had the experience where I got to say, like, you know what? Never again. <laughs> there is, you know how you know how when you start, the novelty hasn't worn off yet. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. like when you when you first start something, you know, you're like eyes wide, you know, everything is yes, 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 yes. You know, um, because you want the exposure, you you want the um you want the camaraderie, you know what I mean? You want that brotherhood. You want to be a part of that community. And like when I first uh, got to uh, the the community theater in um in Bridgeport, mm -hmm. the Bijou, and um and I did the play, and they actually were filming it. You know, it was just like, what took me so long to get here? You know what I mean? Right. That yeah. was the feeling. So no, I haven't got chance. Thank God, I haven't got a chance to say, you know what. This dude is, you know, being a jerk. I don't want to work with him. I'm glad when this project is over. I haven't got that opportunity yet. You know, not not even oh. in theater, not even nah, in theater. Not even in theater. No, really. No. That's, that's awesome. usually the hardest. That's that is usually the hardest. No, that, that makes me feel so good. Maybe I'm gonna start trying is, is 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 good. It's 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 um. I can see personalities, mm -hmm. kind of um clashing right mm. but not to the point that you know and then it's just because people just want to be seen and be, be heard you know it's, it's like like if two opposing teams you know um 
or 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 somebody jockeying for position. They they put you in those positions to sharpen each other. They're like, you know, right. it's called like uh chicken Kiev. Like, you know, like you go here, go here, go here, go here, go here. Right? Right. So you you want that that competition, that healthy competition. But no, I haven't I haven't got to the point that um they say, you know, oh, oh Oh, they look down on you condescendingly, like, who is this peasant? You know, there's <laughs> never that yet. That's great to hear so on funny. WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made from the straight streets of Shaolin. His name is EZ Blues. Go right ahead, EZ. No, it's 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 funny that that you say that because that's usually how where every walk of life winds up with me. Is someone looks at me and goes, "Pa peasant," and I'm like, "Yeah, and I wear it well, all right." Please, no, but never that. <laughs> Tell me about so, Soul Santa. Oh man, that was so. Um, I got the call for Soul Santa, and it was I was shocked. Um, mm. Because I didn't know, um, I didn't know the name of it. Um, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know who was producing it. So, mm. um, I was working with. Uh, well, I was signed, not signed, but uh, I'm, I'm free agent. I don't even have an agent yet. You know what I mean? So I'm still doing mm. all. This is all grind. This is all me. So everything you're seeing, really you know, is I haven't because I I don't feel like I'm to the point that I need an agent or I don't know the business that well to get an agent. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I signed up with this casting agency and um, they were looking for background actors and um, it was in Norwich, right? So I'm like, all right, you know, so I fill out this Google form and they're like, yeah, you know, we got a spot for you, you know, come through. Okay. So I get in the car, I get there and they're like, you know, hey, just show up at nine o'clock in the morning. It's going to be in Norwich. It's a Christmas movie. I'm like, okay. I get there. It's David and Tamala, man. It's Terry J. Vaughn. From um from Friday, right? Um, so I'm like, what? And like, and we were a mask at the time. So when they said, hey, this is Terry, and I'm like, Terry, Terry Vaughn. I'm like, wait a minute. And so we're there, we do a makeup, you know, I do my scenes. I'm working with a gentleman named Jose Alves and still cool with him to this day, you know. Um it was it was an amazing experience. I was laughing and joking. I said it was freezing outside, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's how it came through. And um, and then I got the exposure. You know, even though I didn't have any lines mm. in it, you can clearly see my face. You know, hey, um, you know, counts. and I, yeah, and 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 it runs every Christmas. So you know, I'm I'm finding people are running up on me like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was well, a great that, experience. That's awesome. That's, right. that's one of the key things that I've always heard through through acting is, you know, there's no such thing as a small part, only small actors. Mm, you know, yeah. you had um, the dude who played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars for the majority of his first acting things. He, you know, played someone who was just standing in the doorway holding a spear. Um, you know, but he, you know, he was the best one from that aspect. And from that, that part, it got him another role and got him another role. And mm -hmm. then he became Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, you know, again, he was more of an accomplished theater actor than Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's where pop culture knows him. And that's where I'm going to put him. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of theater geeks who are like, Oh my God, why? <laughs> because, because this show is for everyone, not just the geeks. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's get a little bit geeky though um we got two uh great actors in soul sand we got david man and we got um tamila man the married couple uh from from, yes. from the tyler perry series um yep. what great knowledge did you learn from those two great minds and any like great advice that they give you because like everybody's oh. learning everybody's everybody's trying to get better each and every day Honestly, I didn't get a chance to interact with them. Um, oh man, all right. You did that. My scenes were not uh, involved with them, um, mm -hmm. but um, they happened to walk by. I spoke. You know, I didn't want to, you know, fanboy out. Right? Ah! <laughs> hey, you know, I got to maintain my cool, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but no, I didn't get a chance to interact with them. But um, the the part, the scene, the guy I was in. Let me excuse me. The guy I was in the scene with. Mm -hmm. Um, Jose, you know, he's a SAG actor and, you know, he's, um, he was like, he, 
he gave me a couple tidbits and he was like, I'll see you around, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, on that, that like, you gonna make it here, that type of thing. Right. And I've been going ever since. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really, you know, and that's what it came down to. And, you know, I still chop it up with him to this day, cool brother. You know, you see him now on um, Canaan, Raising Canaan. You know, he mm-hmm. plays the bodyguards on there, you know, so um, yeah, I I, you know, I, I try to keep that community. Whenever I, I meet somebody, I try to keep in communication with them. Mm-hmm, um, right. You know, um, and whoever give me an opportunity, I always try to reach, you know, keep them in my community also because it's just never know, you know, like if I could put them on in the future or they could put me on in the future. And that's how I look at it. Hmm. Tokyo and NYC. <laughs> that was my actual first appearance in a short film even That's though awesome. I wasn't even on sex. <laughs> so this lady this. Uh, she she uh her name is Natalie. Natalie. Um so from Long Island, right? And um I, I, I got an account on backstage, you know, and that's how I um I got the part. I submitted, I'm submitting, I'm submitting, I'm submitting. And um I don't have a portfolio. I don't have I just have one headshot, you know, with no experience. And she was willing to put me on. She said, well, you don't have to come on set. Just take a picture in a wheelchair and then send it to me and I'll include it in the film. And I'm like, okay, right. Um, And she said, you're going to play my dad who passed away. I'm like, oh, I get it. And so that was that. So I took a picture, submitted it to her. She sent me the short film and I was in it. And they they won awards too. So um, I was happy for that break. Yeah, that was that was amazing too. I gotta get Dude, I gotta get a gig so, like that. Yeah, that's so interesting. <laughs> I, I didn't even think that that was like a, a possibility. That makes so much sense. Oh yeah. man, I feel, I feel like I just you just pulled back the curtain and I see for the first time that mm. the Wizard of Oz is just a crinkled old white guy. The magic and mystery is gone. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just, that's that's what we came down to. Though. Yeah. So me and Natalie are still cool too. You know. That's awesome. Um, yeah. The, my first uh, there was a um, another opportunity, and that this was Brooklyn, mm. um, music video, um, and <clears throat> I, I was so I was so excited. I would tell you, I was I wasn't supposed to be on set. I got the call. I got the call sheet. Right. I wasn't supposed to be on set until the afternoon. And um, I ended up going to the studio. And the um, first thing in the morning, I see the call shit. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm going to show up early, you know, and see what see what was popular. Mm-hmm. So I get there and she sees me and she's like, you know, I'm so glad you're here because I thought, she said, I, I wanted to tell you to come earlier, but I didn't know what the schedule was like. So I get the chance to meet the rapper. The rapper ends up becoming... Um, and, and Wu-Tang, oh my God, he's going to kill me. Uh, Jaquan Kelly, right? Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, he, did he play Master Ace? Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry, not Master Ace, Master Killer. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I forgot his role. But <laughs> he, 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 he and I remain cool too, right? So right. Um, I, I get in the video, mm-hmm. I, I, I do it, I, I learn the lines real quick, the chorus real quick. That was my first music video, and I just been building networks from there. You know, I was just super excited and that that played to my um it, it worked out for me well, you know, mm. just to be there super early and um and connect with everybody. Mm. So the the biggest uh plus for you is your networking. Um yeah. just, just learning your whole story, learning your growth and just you know, yeah. learning your whole new journey in life uh as an actor. Uh just networking's been helping you out just with yeah. blessing after blessing after opportunity after more blessings for you, you know, yeah. just you know, continue doing what you love to do. And it's and it's really great to see. But um just break down to me, just like talk to me as I'm new trying to get into this acting world. Um how important is to register for SAG as an independent actor? What benefits you get out of that? Um, why well, is it a plus just for someone that's going to be in that upcoming opportunity? That's all. Okay. Um, I'm not even SAG yet. I'm oh, SAG my bad. I'm no sorry. Role. I apologize. No, no. You could. I, I, I apologize. apologize so, yeah. No, no. Listen. So 
mm. that uh, Soul Santa was a SAG project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and so I, I got a credit. I got a credit for that. Mm -hmm. um, this holiday fix-up, which is another uh, com excuse me, mm. another Christmas movie that was shot in Mystic, that yeah. was SAG. Mm. Um, and um, I forgot the third. I forgot the third opportunity, but I had three SAG credits and that made me eligible. Mm, now okay. paying the okay. dues. So I, I did that. I sent it in. I got it verified. And um, you know, so the 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 uh initial fee is about 35. So like three it's bands. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, so I was like, okay. But I've heard from other SAG actors, they're like, listen, don't go SAG until you really have to. Mm. Like, you know. Because if you build up your credits and then you become from SAG eligible to so ha you have to join, so that's another um, another eligibility. So um, I think SAG is great. I want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just riding the independent because I want to make sure that I don't go into um, SAG and then I'm just not connected as well as I should be. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to me networking. That mm -hmm. goes back to me. Making sure I build relationships, making mm -hmm. sure that I um I talk to the right people to get the right managers, so I can get in the spot that I can move on, move along and move up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair enough. It, it, yeah, no, it's it's one of those things. It's you don't want to invest in it until you actually have to invest in it because once you do, you're locked in, um, mm -hmm. which is great. You have those protections, and, and don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but you also have to now be able to. I look at it, it's something that should pay for itself. And yes. if it's not at the point where it can pay for itself, mm. then it is not in the wheelhouse right now. Right. You want to push yourself and get the, those um, uh, avenues. And hopefully you accrue enough credits to motivate you to do that. And the, the, the more credits you accrue, you know, obviously the more financial investment you're going to get on the back end of it. And then it starts to pay for itself. And now it's a justifiable expense. You yes. Know, just right. some simple That's financial exactly planning. Yes, exactly what it is. Nah, it's great information. We need to know this. Uh, someone, someone who just wants, wants to go at it, uh, you got to think of what the steps you want. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as picking roles, um, <laughs> is that is that hard? Because, like, uh, I saw an interview with Denzel Washington. He said, like, the first roles you pick are the most mm -hmm. important when yeah. it comes to yourself and your career of what you want to be as an actor. Those first roles that you choose, that you're a part of, that really defines who you are and what you represent to other people, just, you know, putting yourself out there. Yeah, I agree. Um, perception is everything. Like, um, you know, it, it, even though it's a craft and... Mm -hmm. um, like you say, it's kind of like make believe or you know storytelling. Yeah, you know people get locked in because like forever, Smokey will be Smokey, right? You know mm -hmm. we know it's Chris Tucker, but that's yeah. Smokey, right? Smokey. Smokey. Yeah, that's Smokey. Like as soon as you see it, Smokey, you know that's what's going to be. So, um, the perception is real as far as those roles. So I, I've had um, looked at some roles and I was like, mm, I think I don't really want to do that. You know, um, and and because I want to, I want to make sure I'm taken seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to make sure that I'm respected, and the only way I can do that is make sure that I don't just do anything for a buck. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know. So I I look at roles very seriously and think about it in a long run. I'm gonna tell you a funny story. There was an opportunity to to uh, do a commercial because I do commercials as well. Oh, you know, cool. Like the opportunity. All right. And so, so they, you know, the um, the incontinence, right? So there's a uh, the male, well, you know, adult diapers, right? And they were willing to pay six bands for it, but at the same time, I thought about like, yo, these images will be around forever, right? <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to wear a diaper and be known as that, you know. So I just waited and I said no. I turned it down. Mm. Know your worth. Easy. Know your worth. Easy. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. No, it's it, it's super important, but it's also, you know, 
you don't want to compromise your character. And, and a lot of people, yeah. you know, obviously we can talk about the, 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 the pop culture aspect of it. We, we, we just saw it with the Cat Williams um, interview. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he has put himself in a position mm-hmm. where he does not have to bend to someone else's rules to make what he wants to make and make a living out of it. That is incredible. He's, I'm sure he's been asked a million times to, you know, for, for this amount of money, would you do A, B, and C? And he's like, no, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to represent. And I'm okay with that. And I mean, not getting this role, although it's maybe a million dollars, I'm okay with not, you know, my own pride and sanity is worth more. Mm-hmm. Than, than, than that million dollars. And I think it's so super, and I think it's important for all artists. You know, I, I say it all the time, one of the, the biggest artists that I, I truly, truly appreciate is um, in acting, especially is Al Pacino. Al Pacino has this philosophy where he'll do a big budget film so that he can then go do Shakespeare in the park for free. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a way you can keep that balance. Um, and it, I just think it's super, super, super necessary. Um, now, I, I don't know, man, from the first moment I saw you on screen to right now looking at you through Zoom, I just, have you done Shakespeare and why do I'm so obsessed <laughs> to seeing you in a Shakespeare play? Like, I just uh, I just look at you and I'm thinking Othello. Um, yeah, you know what nice. I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's honor, yo. Thank you. Yeah. I haven't, no, no, I haven't got Shakespeare yet. Um, although we read it in high school, but I have not had an opportunity to uh, portray or um, become a character in any of those Shakespeare plays, you know? So, okay. um, you, but you're absolutely right. You know, going back to your point about integrity. Yeah, you know, you you, you know, you want to protect your integrity at all times, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And like Press was saying too, you know, you know, what what good is it if you, you can't be taken seriously, you know? Oh, you do anything for a dollar. You do not, I don't know. They'll throw a, they'll throw anything any script at you you know Chappelle right. made me think about that too when he was interviewing mm-hmm. Oprah too you know so he was yeah. like they 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 tried you he said three people came to him and tried mm-hmm. him to get into this role and he said absolutely not he stood right. on his ground he said ten minutes later they came with a new script that means they already had it in case he yeah. said no mm-hmm. so they're gonna try you you know and if you stand ten toes down on your principles. You're not gonna go anywhere. You know what I mean? You respected the long run, and that, he, you know, for a man that left all that money on the table and went to Africa, you got to say, "Come on, you know, it ain't all about money. It ain't all about right. money." You know? So, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's so true, and and I think you know that's one of the most incredible aspects. Now, speaking about both of those things, um, mm-hmm. I know that uh, Esco sent out a challenge to the people, the oh, crew, yeah. casting crew, and, and left. Uh, about writing their own, uh, I think it was what seven pages. Yeah, seven have pages. Have you submitted your seven pages, pages yet? Uh huh. Oh. Why are you doing right. it to me, easy? Why are you doing it to me? Because nah, I can. Nah, nah. I, can. <laughs> I have nah, but, um, but, but we, I we... have been. I have been asked Ooh. by one of the crew members. I mean, okay. cast members, because he he just and he last night he just sent me the script and said, "Do you want to be a part of it?" And I was like, yes, let's do it. So right. um, it's good that, like I said, that community where we're bringing each other on. But I haven't submitted my script yet. Don't worry, no. it's coming. <laughs> Hold on. I got, I, I got something for you, though. I got something for you. I got something for you. Okay. Uh, here's the thing. Take it, take it. Let's modernize, you know, uh, like a 10-minute minute scene from Shakespeare and do it today in Bridgeport. You know, okay. and do it real. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, that yeah. could be something. That could be historic. Yeah, yeah. Told you, I'm right. an idea you know guy. I'm an and idea and guy. It's, you have said that. You have said that. It's and you know what? Honestly, like you know, they said um, the game doesn't change. Just the players. And mm. I'm sure a scene out of any Shakespeare could be applied to today. It's yep. just change the names, you know, change the location, but. The principles that apply in that play, I'm sure, can be applied to today. Yeah, sure. exactly. you got a good point. Yeah, okay. I'm just, just saying. You I haven't done you, Shakespeare you, yet. You nah, haven't done Shakespeare it. yet. You want to do Shakespeare? You have the control of this. Yeah. You know. 
You, so you get you, you copywriting this? I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm, bringing, I'm, bring, yeah, I'm bringing you in as the executive idea <laughs> producer. <laughs> I'm down. I give you credit where credit is due. Absolutely. <laughs> Most I'm definitely on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Myself, Preston, and super soon to be producer, Mr. EZ Blues, is in the building. We got Will with us today on the show. Um, hey. Uh, Loving it, loving it. Now, you know, you still, like you said, you're fresh in the industry, you know, accruing the credits that are necessary. What are some of the next steps? And, you know, where are we going to see you do a little bit more live theater? Or mm. are you now 100% a digital? Are, are, are you living in a digital world? And are you a digital boy is what I'm asking. I like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not limiting myself, you know. Um, I, I I like live theater. It's instantaneous, you know. Um, the reaction is right there, you know. Um, the commitment to um, memorizing your lines and getting mm. right the first time, you know. The the internalize internalizing of the text and embodying it, persona personifying it, you know. You become that character. So mm. live theater is where it's at. Where and don't get me wrong, um, you know, doing it on screen, um. You know, web series, uh, independent film, you know, film, short film. I think it's the same thing, but you get to do it a couple of times to get it right. You know, um, even if you come through the first time, there might be another take, you know, for safety reasons, right? Or, mm -hmm. well, not safety reasons, but, you know, where um, they want to um, try it from a different angle. So, no, I, I'm, I'm still open to uh, theater. I'm still open to film. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Well, good. So, so what, what, what are we looking at here? You know, are we are we going to see you uh, in in the uh, Shakespeare in the parks, or you know, where 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 can we see and where can we connect with you? I know we can do it one hundred percent. You know, through some of the stuff that you have out there, as per you know, watching the, the Christmas movies and, and different aspects there. But I know your work is also continuously evolving, and you're you're part of a, a series, and you're doing all these wonderful things. What what is what is the thing that after left, you know, you, they always say you're only as good as your next project. So what yeah. is that next project? The next project I got coming up, um, actually I have a couple of things. Um, I, I got a small part in in the independent um, film. I got we just did a table read for a TV series, so we're waiting to hear back. That's going to be in the spring, yeah. um, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get called back. For another web series, which is um, Love Undone, which was, was an award-winning film. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. that was an award. Yo, that was amazing in itself too. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw that because I didn't. I was on set for my scenes, but when I saw the series, I was like, wow. So I was so glad that I, you know, was um, selected to be a part of that cast. Mm -hmm. um, the 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 storyline addressed. Um, school issues which really mm -hmm. attracted me to the um script you know like needles in the park um kids finding you know and you know we say needles like you know because of the opioid uh, right. epidemic but also it could be any drug right it, you know you know we're taking it back to the 80s where you know you find broken vials on the playground mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know and this is an urban neighborhood so it's an urban school it's an urban community um and it, I don't think it's talked about enough in that light from the from the like from the school's point of view, mm -hmm. right? right? Where you know you have you have the um, the the faculty trying to um, address that issue, keep their job, and make sure the kids are educated at the same time. So mm -hmm. that made me that 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 drew me to the script for that reason. Now I was re I was a reporter in that. One. So yeah, and showing the somewhat love interest also to the principal. <laughs> so that that was another part of it. I got I got to be a little sexy, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, 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 Mister Teacher. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I know that in the uh, the the last panel, they kind of joked around about um, at the premiere of Left. Mm -hmm. um, Esco jo joked around about he's got a whole whole movie idea waiting on based off off of your uh, your character that I, yeah. i'm really looking forward to into because yeah. oh, you held yourself cool. yeah you, you held yourself so well on screen and also 
I find it really, really interesting when, you know, anyone is, you know, chooses or is chosen to play, you know, a uh, officer of the law or different aspects with mm -hmm. how much negativity that is surrounded by them Ooh. and much needed negativity. If we're being real, you know, what was it like? Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to be the one to say it. And, I, you know, I don't nah. stray away from the say bad, it, hard conversation. <laughs> what was it like to be a person of color that, you know, and, and having to get in the mind frame of, you know, being a police officer and having to show up and, you know, speak, to, you know, speak to another person of color from a, right. a point of authority like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So law enforcement over overall has taken a hit, you know, um, in in uh in America, let's put it that way, um, especially people of African American color, you know, where where the homicides are happening all over the United States, um, and when he when he said play a detective, um, he to me that meant that this gentleman had to have come through that at some time, and he had to wrestle with the conflict of you know, being a, a cop in a community where, you know, you don't want to snitch, you know, you know, you got people in your family that may have be on the, that may be on the other side of the law, you know, who's know what his upbringing may have been like and to, to um, approach that. And that's why I said, I wanted him to be relatable because, mm -hmm. um, you know, having the beard right to mm -hmm. me set the tone, even though I'm a detective, you know, I'm not adhering to the clean cut detective where you right. know you just you know. And I heard a, I heard a saying a gentleman said, uh, and I don't know how true this is. He said that he don't he doesn't trust a guy who doesn't have any kind of facial hair. And I'm like, that's kind of funny, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, yeah, I I I, I respected Esco's decision to make me the detective, and I looked at it as such. You know, we got to wrestle with being inside an organization that is kind of um, biased to, you know, for the least strongest word mm -hmm. towards the African-American community. And um, I wanted to make sure that this guy was not a jerk, right. that he understood the situation. And as you, as you hear... You know, I and my one of my lines say I'm a friend of Dr. Carmichael's. That line to me was important because friend kind of breaks down the inhibitions, the apprehension, mm -hmm. right? When you look at all the detectives here, oh, uh, they're gonna they're gonna arrest us, saying you know, you know, you know, it's not DCF, but it's you know, protective services. Like you know, right. what are you guys doing? How you let the man walk out? You know, so. Right. Mm -hmm. That's where it came from for me. I just had to make sure that I came across as, look, I understand, you know, it, this is a debilitating disease, you know, mm -hmm. and it's it is it's not easy to keep care because you get tired, you know what I mean? Right. Especially if somebody who can move about, you know, you right. have to constantly keep your eye on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's where it came from. You know, playing a detective as an African American, that's why I like mm -hmm. the beard. I think that brought it right to a point that you can relate to this guy. I will say the beard and 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 the the hairdo with the jacket gave gave me strict <laughs> shaft going. I wasn't yeah, sure if shaft yeah. was what you were going for, but I was yeah, like, this kinda. is this is this is a shaft moment right here. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, they, they say you you know you're always going for that those those big moments, and a lot of people talk about you know the the running moment in Bad Boys is the moment that made Will Smith, you know, a superstar. And I just think you taking your shaft moment has made you, you know, further along in your journey. And I want you to make sure you hold on to that and, and celebrate yeah, that shaft you. moment, yeah. man. Thank because, you, you know, but unfortunately, just like all, all great productions, we have to come to, a, as the producer, I say we have to come to a, a closing end here. <laughs> we want to give this, this last forum to you to say of all your words and, yes, say, yes, yes. and sell your wares. Yes. And, you know, first and foremost, we want you to be able to promote any way people can get in touch with you, um, oh, how totally. they can book you and all those uh, fantastic things. And then also we want you to give us one thing 
either professionally or in your personal life or in the land of Narnia, if that's where you want to go through, um, that you are grateful for? Um, okay, so contact information. Um, you can find me on social media. Um, it's Will Fulton Jr. That's W-I-L-L-F-U-L-T-O-N-J-R. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm also uh, IM, IMDB. You can find me there also. Um, my contact information is the same. So you reach out to any one of those social media sites, I'll be able to get in contact with you. Um, what am I grateful for? Honestly, everything. Um, it's mm-hmm. been a, a journey. Um, you know, just having... Um, the strength and the determination to go into uh, craft such as this, a profession such as this, and then having other people to um, to work with, with yeah. like with the same like mind, you know, um, I think it's like it puts me. I'm I'm super excited. I, I'm like I have I'm at a loss of words when it comes to it because I'm just so joy overjoyed, right? right. So um, and then seeing like the endless possibilities that you know that this this could take me where it could take me so yeah that's that's what I, i'm grateful for well thank you so much yes. appreciate thank you. you thank you all for having me Definitely. I appreciate you to the most of the utmost and tell me out of curiosity before you go would you ever yeah. consider a musical um well, yeah, as long as I ain't gotta sing. So like I can't <laughs> bro, bro, listen, I, I can't I can't carry a note with two handles. You understand me? If it was a bucket, <laughs> if I had a bucket, I could what I if could you can rap. What if you can rap a little I, bit? I, if I could rap, I that'd be good. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd do something <laughs> like that, you know. Yeah, but singing, nah, if I'd be off key, like wish I never met her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Will. Yeah, uh hope i see hope i meet you face to face sometime in the foreseeable future i know the year just yes. started but it's great learning this a lot about your intelligent mind on wnhh absolutely peace and blessings on wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself preston and my partner in crime long island rays elm city made easy About trying to figure out what it's all about. Existentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know.